Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat, all these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fishing action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bow and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. This is actually the first time I've ever used this koozie. It's, it's as, nice. As a koozie. It's I, nice. I have a catfish koozie and um, usually just keep pins in it. Well, I, it looks like it would be pinnable. But. I've never heard that <laughs> word used in that context. First time for everything. All right, yeah. so I'm here with uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, I'm not sure who would consider him legendary, actually, but I've heard some things. The <laughs> the Dennis Ransom. And then uh, Ryan Tasler. Do you have – oh, yeah, the flathead assassin. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, it is this it year. Is. Ryan's having a pretty good season, right? Yeah, yeah it's not bad. I, uh, I I did not have a good day today. Well, it was a great day, but the fishing, I had my first skunk as a guide ever. And it was trip two. Shut up. It was not trip two. <laughs> it was trip yeah, six. Also my first day as a guide. <laughs> Starting off with a bang. Uh, <laughs> I, all right, the weird thing, my first trip ever as a guide, flathead fishing, first fish, five and a half pound walleye on a green sunfish. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. But, yeah, this is the first skunk I've ever had as a guide. And um, had a, a close call before, but um, this is the first official one. Well, but thank it, goodness that's out of the way, right? Well, so now we can get, you know, you, you have one, now Now you're ready for the second one. Right. Well, <laughs> it doesn't sting quite it as won't, bad. It won't sting as bad. Right? Yeah. 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 It's that first one. All right. So we're going to get into some deep philosophical things in this podcast. Um, you guys probably I'm aren't out. familiar. <laughs> you guys have fun. I'll be in the living room drinking beer, playing with Woody. <laughs> Woody's my dog, just for the record. <laughs> um, anyway, I figured it'd be appropriate, considering we have somebody who's deep and philosophical, like uh, Denny over here. And if you don't know Denny, Denny, uh, he is the uh, proud owner of the YouTube channel with the most syllables ever. <laughs> I, think I have this, the same amount of syllables as you. Yeah, but you have a lot more letters. <laughs> 
Float Fish Adventures is his YouTube channel. Go check it out. If you haven't, he uh, he posts at least two videos a year. <laughs> <laughs> I go in spurts. He's consistently yes. inconsistent. It's my it's my niche. But uh, <laughs> yeah, me me and Denny fished a bunch together, and uh, I don't know. It's always a good time. He usually makes fun of me. He's kind of quiet right now. I don't know what the deal is. Must be the limelight from just the warming up, Spencer. I can't wait. Right. I'm saving it. All right, saving so, it. Philosophical stuff. Get ready. Why do some people snub their nose at one fish and not the other? Like you said it earlier. Like why do some people like muskies and not pike? I mean, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, I, right. I think the only difference is <laughs> I think the only difference is a muskie is so much more challenging to actually catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, pure numbers wise, right? Versus a northern, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, I'm not sure why. Like walleye guys in my eyes are probably the worst. You know, what about walleye, trout guys? Well, that's right. true. But we don't. Well, the, that's, it's, that's true. Where we're at, there's a lot more walleye guys yeah, than trout right. guys. That's, yeah. true. that's true. But they're just douchebags. Right. <laughs> Which mean, ones? The, the, the trout guy or the, the walleye? walleye guys that not both that that talk shit on you catching this fifty pound flathead when okay you went out and caught a three pound walleye good job yeah. <laughs> I, and I say they don't walleyes don't fight that great but they fight just like a flathead they do yeah but a three pound flathead and but a three a pound walleye flathead. are pretty comparable yeah <laughs> I, I I agree with Ryan I think it's you know people have uh, uh, that when you get past. Right, like when you're when you're new and you're just happy to be catching fish, and then there's there's something that happens where you start feeling like, oh, I want to I want to build my skill or take on more challenge, mm-hmm. you know. And then people start targeting, you know, so they they target the 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 muskie over the over the pike. And then when you learn to when you get a little game, right, then you start to get sort of into yourself, and and you know the, the douchebag gene activates. You do. Activates. You do. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. Dude, I don't care. I'm happy no, to catch you, things you about don't. anything. You don't. Yeah. I like catching I kind of wish there was somebody here who was a snob about <laughs> something. <laughs> the only time I get snobby, and it's not because of the fish, it's because of the situation. When I'm flathead fishing and a channel cat yep. kills one yep. of my live baits, yep. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yep. Especially yeah. at 3 in the morning. You're yeah. nice yeah. and yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Turtles are my thing. If it, I, I am a snob against turtles, but that's Frickin a little hate. different. You know the the channel cats. I love channel cats, and if live baits were just easy to get all the time, then it wouldn't <laughs> bother me so much. But it, it's more of the them killing my bait than me actually being unhappy about a channel cat hit the bank. Yep. Yeah, Gar's starting to get there too, and and. But I found out they are delicious. So if, That's true. if they kill my bait, but yeah. I get them on the bank, I'm totally cool with that because yeah, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. Well, channel cat don't suck to eat. They ain't a gar. <laughs> Honestly, a gar is twice as good to eat as channel cat. And twice as hard to clean. Yeah, but that's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> it might even be more than that. Gar might be my new favorite fish to eat. Seriously. Seriously. Tell them your nuances, though, because you've tried one and it was excellent, and then you tried one and it was not. A good point. So if you're going to keep a gar... Uh, the first thing you need to do is bleed it out immediately, and the second thing you need to do, as soon as it's done bleeding out, or even if like, throw it out and replace it with a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Before you do that, bleed it out and then put it on ice. Like if you wait to put it on ice, like even half hour or so, um, I did, and the second one was not even. 
in the ballpark of the first one. The first one I bled it out, put it on ice immediately, and it was phenomenal. Like seriously, some of the best fish I've ever eaten in my life. Hmm. And it's a different consistency. It's not fishy. It's more when you fillet it, it feels like the the when you fillet it, it feels like fish. Like it, the fillets are just like a fish fillet. And as soon as you put them on heat, odd. Fish? <laughs> yeah, but when I say it's not like a fish and then you fillet it and it looks just like a fish, it, that is kind of odd, Dennis. Um, but uh, as soon as you put it on heat, it just like condenses up and gets the texture of almost chicken. And it's just way different than any other freshwater fish I've ever had in my life. Like way different. Interesting. Yes. So, and um, I honestly can't wait to catch a car. What about the poison eggs or something? Oh, good point. Yeah, like if you're going to clean one, only take the back straps off of it. You can. There's four different fillets on it because they're ribs. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just reminded me of it. There's a, a – was it The Simpsons or – it was, it was I don't know. We're all sitting here family. wondering, Jenny. <laughs> the, 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 the guy in the... the oh, great story. Right? <laughs> really glad you interrupted me, <laughs> asshole. He's cleaning, the, he's cleaning the fish. He's like, poison, 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 a tasty fish. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was worth it. <laughs> so anyway, the you have the two fillets on the back and the two fillets on the bottom. The one on the bottom are close to the eggs. The eggs are poisonous, so I don't eat the fillets that are touching the poisonous eggs just take the back straps off the top like how poisonous um everything i like re- kill you or make you make you hallucinate <laughs> i think they just make you sick oh, okay yeah. yeah i don't know if it's so sick enough sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I watched that video <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> The challenge. I did not. The Garig challenge. I did not. You can start that trend. No. (laughs) Right there with the Tide Pods. No, thanks. So um, anyway, yeah, the old Gar. I don't know anything else to add about the snubbing your nose at stuff. I guess I kind of. I just don't get it. I mean, I'm out there to enjoy it, you know, give give or take whatever happens. How come you don't fish for carp? You know. I do. When? When I can find ones that are about. 10, 12 inches, then I'd try to catch okay. <laughs> No, I do. I'm actually growing up, I had a, I grew up and I had a creek a mile straight north of me and a mile straight east of me. So when they were up, they were great for channel cat. When mm-hmm. they were low, we catch 10, 15 pound carp all the time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a blast. I think the worst part of like people like that is, is not so much, I mean, okay, if you're taking on a challenge and you want to fish for a challenging fish or for the challenge, fine, whatever. It's when they get, it's when they get snobby at other people fishing the way for what they want to catch. Yes. You know, that is they're it. the That's... vegans of the fishing world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's no oh. vegans listening to this. So I'm, yeah, let her rip. <laughs> Yeah, even if there were letter rip. Yeah. But I, I totally hear you're saying like yeah. somebody has caught a yeah. few of these prestigious, challenging fish, and all of a sudden they think they're better than other people. Yeah, right. Or maybe they don't in their mind, but their actions kind of indicate that you know they they just think like, right. You're not on my level. Looking down, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. down their nose at people. Oh, you still you still fish for pike? Yeah. <laughs> but it's sometimes it's not even a hard to catch fish. Like walleye in certain parts, like South Dakota, you know. True. Yeah. They are very snobby about their walleye, and you can catch your limit in about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> if you know anything. About it. <laughs> 
oh, you kept this 15-pound channel cat. Yeah, because it was a lot more fun after I caught my five fish in a half hour. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> no, I hear you. That all makes sense. No. Nah. All right, people Denny. are just dicks. Yeah, do it. that's that's the bottom line. Especially yeah. you two. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be the name of this pop podcast. People are dicks. <laughs> Mainly to me. <laughs> well, everybody gangs up on me. Nearly oh, a God, coincidence. You're either a dick or you're a victim. Or you're a Spencer. <laughs> I, just for the record, I'm just calling him like I see it. He's okay. a dick victim. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Denny uh, does not have any stories of the ones that got away, allegedly. Oh, no, I've got stories. Uh-huh. And they just, like, most stories... They of- just suck, like they- all your other <laughs> stories. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> right. They're, 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 like... Like some stories about the one that got away are really cool. Right? Yeah. I have one. I have a story. I have a one that got away story about a bass that that was pretty cool. But like all my big catfish stories like that are all just I get bit, I get wrecked, and it's over before I even know what happened. <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, well, that was <laughs> pretty anticlimactic. It was I, I, <laughs> like I got, like I didn't even see that bus before it hit me. You know, it's just over. <laughs> That's a pretty solid analogy. Right? That was me last week, right. Didn't see that much before. Man, the juices barely got flowing, and it was over. I was still have this like I'm ready for the fight, and I'm just looking at this rod and and, and this cut line and <laughs> no hook. And anyway, so what just happen? No, thing you can say is, oh, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. Well, that, that, when that one wrecked me last weekend, I was like, "Just give me a moment," because you were talking I was, trash. I was, I was, it was, I but it wasn't to. even because I was disappointed. It was just like I was shocked and didn't know what to say. And you're just like running your mouth. And normally, I have a comeback immediately, but I'm just sitting there, and it was over before it started. I'm like, I don't even know what to think right now. I'm not even mad. I even, I'm just unsure of what to say. <laughs> I wasn't even really starting because in my mind I was like, nope, nope, give him space, give him a minute. I don't need space. <laughs> give him a minute. He uh, looks, I, I he, try to drop the elbow as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so how about this bass? Tell us about this bass. This was this was a long time ago. This was I had my uh, I I had only had my my very first kayak for. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, maybe a month, you know, mm-hmm. maybe six weeks. I was really, really green. And all I had done at that point was like pond fishing for bass. And I was all stoked to get out on the water and, and, and whatnot. And I was fishing a swim bait over this little hump. And um, I got bit. And I, I had a new bait caster. And I wasn't even really all that dialed in with my bait caster. What changed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, last week. Right. <laughs> So, uh, so I got, I got, I got bit and this fish started ripping off drag and I had my, I had my drag down pretty tight and, and it made a long run pulling drag. And so immediately in my head, I'm like, I I got a catfish, you know, I mean, I definitely got a catfish. And so I wasn't too, at the time I didn't really fish for catfish and I was bass fishing and, you know, and, and it wasn't, I was like, you were snubbing it. I was snubbing it. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's a catfish, you know, it's. 
Just an ugly, it's just slimy, a, it's just a cabbage. Just, just the best fight I've right. had all day. <laughs> right. And so, but but that's honestly how I I was like, I'm just going to enjoy this and kind of have fun with this fish, right? Because, but it's not. I'm not expecting a trophy. You know, it's going to be a four or five pound channel cat. You know, and I get some line, and it makes a second long run, and and I'm just you know not taking it seriously and kind of enjoying it and for the fun of it, and then this like. This like five gallon bucket mouth comes out of the water sure. and shakes its head. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh shit, oh, oh, don't lose this fish, don't lose this fish, you know. And, and in my head, I'm like, this fish is eight pounds. This is what's really? giant, giant. I've never seen it. The only, the only place I've seen a bass that size was in the tanks at Bass Pro, oh. right? And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And so I, I get it, I get it over close to the kayak. And I don't have it. I'm, I'm rushing it at this point. I'm rushing it, you know, and, and I'm like, I can lip it. I can lip it. And I'm reaching out to get it. And I didn't, I had my, my, my drag was tight and, and it made this hard run under my kayak and it just didn't, it, it, it broke me off. It, it was, you know, it almost flipped me. I mean, because I leaned way over cause my rod was down in the water and because, and, and, and it was, and then it just snapped and like the sound of the silence afterwards. Heartbreak. That's <laughs> what it's called. Straight heartbreak. <laughs> so it was it was it was painful. That remind I'll painful. get to other stories of the ones that got away here shortly, but that reminded me of my biggest bass story. And this one didn't get away. So I was fishing a farm pond and at this said farm pond they feed the catfish dog food. You know, like you throw the dog food out and the catfish show up. So I caught some bluegills. We threw some dog food. I cut a bluegill in half, put it under a bobber, and um, tossed it out. And Stuffed some dog food down the bluegills. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Seconds after it hit the water, bobber goes down. I set the hook. I'm like, this is a nice catfish. You know that all of a sudden the bucket mouth pops out, and I'm just like, oh, dear God. This is... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a catfish and i reeled it in and it was my biggest largemouth to date ate half a bluegill under a bobber yeah right <laughs> yeah it was just absolute slob that's excellent anytime i take my son well especially when he was little fishing that's the first thing he, he does is catches a bluegill throws it out yep he doesn't want catfish he wants bass yeah and that's where he catches his you know five six pound bass out of you know state pond mm-hmm. or state lakes and- well a lot of ponds man like I, I did that a little bit growing up and uh, some ponds that have really big bass like you can eliminate a lot of the smaller ones by just putting the biggest bluegill possible on yeah and you know when it takes off you're like this is serious large mount yep. i mean i have one bass mounted in in my uh house one fish mounted it's a 22 inch largemouth literally right over my shoulder and that's that's how it was caught was a bluegill under bobber I think maybe it was a worm. It was either worm or a bluegill <laughs> under bobber. But even if that one didn't hit the bluegill under the bobber, several others comparable did. Anyway, Ryan, you got a one that got away story. I tell do. us about it. And then I'll tell you a flathead story about the one that got away. I was probably. There's a flathead story too, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it was a flathead story. Was, I was probably only 16 or 17. And I was on a stretch that used to be fished a lot. It still does, doesn't it? I don't know. I haven't fished it for quite a while, but I I want to. I just want to go to the other side now that I got a kayak. But sure. I was on a it was a steep 
turn in the river right below a dam full of rocks slab concrete and i'm sitting there drinking beer because that's what most 16 year olds of flathead fish do fair and the clicker goes off you know right it doesn't scream it just kind of click 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 i set the hook and it, it i mean to this day i've now i've only caught probably four over 40 never caught one over 50 but this was the biggest flathead I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, for real. Well, you've caught, what, 47, 48, 49? 48. Yeah. Got a 48. I didn't and know this, chump. This was This was big. Bigger. This was big. Because 48's kind of big in my I book. Mean, it's, it's I mean, one of those, <laughs> but it's one of those that muscle memory, like, yeah. you, you remember that feeling where yeah. you're like, whoa. Yeah. And you've never felt that since. And I have not felt that since. Yeah. You know, and, and I fought him for probably five minutes is the bad part i got him out a couple times out of the slabs and then my line broke yeah and i went home yeah (laughs) (laughs) with your tail between and i was pissed i threw all my shit in the water (laughs) (laughs) i didn't fish for at least eight more hours (laughs) mine isn't that much different than yours it was just uh instead of the line breaking the hook pulled but to, I guess the backstory to the story is like I spent a couple summers living in South Padre fishing for sharks, and I came back to Iowa, transferred colleges, and, and came back to Iowa, and all I had was like saltwater stuff. So um, I flathead fished with the saltwater stuff, and I wanted to catch, like in my mind, I wanted to catch the biggest fish possible, and I'm thinking, where's the best place to do that? And that's reservoirs, you know, like. No. So I, I there's a, a local reservoir, and I spent many nights on it, and by many, I mean like. 21 whole nights on it and caught two flatheads but of those 21 whole nights where i'm like trying to figure things out uh one of the flatheads i hooked and did not land was fishing a spot the river the the lake was up about 15 feet from uh all the rain we got and it's flood control impoundment so it does that but there was a road that ended it didn't normally end in the water but <laughs> it, it did now so i parked my truck there and there's a channel that i knew ran up between so the road forked and the water was up to where it forked and i parked my truck right on the fork and i threw a bait on the road um and then a bait in the channel between the fork and um i can't remember if it was the one on the i think it was the one on the road yeah, because it was a 15-inch crappie under Bobber. That's what I threw out. <laughs> and and for, for anybody crucifies me that I've used many 15-inch crappies for bait and, well, many, but like four or five. And w- this is the only one that's ever got hit. All the other ones didn't get hit. I reeled them in at the end of the night, flayed them out, ate them, and they were delicious. <laughs> um, Just kept them wild a little longer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this one got smoked literally 15 minutes after I tossed it out. And he ran about i don't know 10 seconds pick up the rod put it in gear it loads up real nice smoked him on the hook set and this is saltwater gear keep in mind Daiwa slosh 50 six and a half foot 30 30 to 80 class line ugly stick and i mean pool cue rod was folded in half slosh Daiwa those Daiwa sloshes put out like 20 or 25 pounds of drag and i had it maxed down well beyond what it's supposed to be 100 pound braid 80 pound leader this rod is folded in half, stand still for 30 seconds, thumb on the spool. He didn't take an inch, but I did not gain an inch in 30 seconds. Massive head shakes. 
and then after that standstill hook pulls and i'm devastated you should let him That's take rough. a little no <laughs> you couldn't not in that spot there's yeah. stumps and logs yeah. and yeah. stuff all on the bottom and i was like i need to stop that was the only reason i put my thumb on the spool if i if that stuff wouldn't have been there i never would have done that i would have let him run but yeah. um either he's like i i hate, got around the no parking sign right. that was about that's no joke either <laughs> Yeah, like nothing pisses me off more than uh, uh, well, I mean a lot of things do, but flathead fishing wise, <laughs> he's pretty much mad all the time. Yeah, <laughs> flathead fishing wise, if if I get rocked or logged by a flathead, that makes me unhappy. I'd rather have a hook pull or break a, a fish off than have that happen. Yeah, and the hook pulled, and I mean the head shakes were massive, like so massive I had bruises in my stomach the next day from the head, like that the head shakes throwing the rod butt in my gut. Like it was. It was like nothing I have felt before or since in freshwater. Yeah. And it's rough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Any more ones that got away or are we going to move on? I think just bringing the bringing the atmosphere down. All right. Well, let's bring it up. <laughs> so you have a magical story about things you've seen floating down the river, and that's an ongoing topic with us. I'd love to add something to the oh. list. Yeah, I have. So, yeah, this one's pretty good. So, we'll, we'll see. be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, you wait. You We're wait. still waiting. Get to <laughs> it. Hey, if you're someone who spends a lot of time outside, and since you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you probably are. Sunglasses are super important, and water lane sunglasses are my personal favorite. They're super comfortable. I mean, I have a pair on right now. can barely even tell they're there, other than the fact that, you know, everything's a little bit darker. But seriously, they don't pinch your head behind your ears like a lot of sunglasses do, so you don't have to take them off every couple hours, you know, and massage that spot behind your ears. Wearing them all day is no big deal. They have, they have awesome lenses, too. I mean, they cut glare like no other. They're practically like putting on fish x-ray vision, and you'll look great in them. My favorite frames are the Ashers. I like how the sides are a little bit wider, you know, keeps that little bit more of that glare out of your eyes and helps you see in the water a little bit better. And you don't have to squint your eyes all day. And you, you don't have that fatigue, which is, is really nice. And if you want to help support this podcast, you can use promo code RC10 at checkout and that'll save you 10% off on your sweet, sweet new shades and you'll help support the river certified podcast i really appreciate it commercial is over denny okay so (laughs) this uh this okay so i put in so there's a a stretch of the river the main river here where there's basically there's three different areas where i can fish it where i can put in fish it and so so one day uh, before the the river was a little bit a little bit low, it was maybe just a little bit low, and so I put it in at a boat ramp, and that uh, makes sense, right? Yeah. And well, because they don't always do that, yeah. That's but, true. So I, I put in a ramp and and paddle down to a to a hole, and I tie off. And as I'm fishing, I just I notice behind me that there's a big ice box, right? With like. The, Cooler, like a cooler. No, like like you know, like a like, yeti? Like, a, like a nice, like a, like a deep freeze. Oh, okay, right. Oh, <clears throat> deep freeze. Is deep freeze on the list? Anyway, keep going. I'll okay. keep looking. <laughs> so, so there's this deep freeze, 
and and it and it's coming by me. It's coming towards me, you know. And I'm like, I'm trying to judge now. Okay, do I need to move? <laughs> do I need to yield? To right, the right. Deep right to <laughs> yield to the deep freeze. Exactly right. Deep freeze is not on the list, uh, but it is now. Oh, and it's it, this one's so good. This one's so good. All right, so. You've said that already. Right. Get to it. What's so great about this? <laughs> so the deep freeze, and it's coming close, and it doesn't. It, it goes right next to me, right? So I don't have to. I don't have to untie, untie and move, and, and but it's. I mean, I can literally touch it, right? And I, I actually, it didn't have. Uh, it didn't have the door on it, right? So I could actually actually looked in it as it went by, right? Yeah. So that was kind of cool. All right. So and it goes past me, and there goes the deep freeze. So what was that? It's just nothing. Oh. Right. Well, that's pretty boring. I thought that right. was good. <laughs> Wasn't that a great story? Wasn't it fantastic? <laughs> okay, so this was on a, a weekday, and the next weekend, the next weekend... Uh, so it was like on a Wednesday, and then you were like, out on a Saturday. It was like on a Wednesday, right? And so I go out on, on Saturday on the weekend, and I put in at uh, another... I still don't see how this trumps sex toys, so right. <laughs> you better get to the point quick. <laughs> so I put, in at, I put in at another ramp downstream, yeah. right? And I float down. I float down to fish a hole, and there's, there's the cooler... Right, and the cooler is wedged into the tree that I want to tie off on. Okay. Right, so I'm like, oh, look, there's my there's my cooler. <laughs> it's right? your beacon. It's my, my <laughs> right. <laughs> so I tie off right next to it, and 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 I fish I fish there that day. Okay. And then what'd you catch? I don't even remember. I really don't even remember. But <laughs> not that magical. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel the tension building up? <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to get to this point. Okay, so when's the pirate pop out? Anyway, of this? <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, no pirate. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, so I actually went out twice that weekend. I went on Saturday. Went again on Sunday, and it had moved, but it only it moved f- a little bit down to like just on the other side of the hole that I was fishing. Right. Okay. So then the next. So then that week we had a whole crap ton of rain. And I decided, and the river came way up. I mean, it, the river was ripping, right? Oh, I lied. We do have chest freezer on here. And <laughs> I, we didn't have deep freeze, but we have chest freezer. Right after dead cow. But. <laughs> so rain. So so it rains. So the river's really really high, and I'm now I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to get on the main river because there's. Because it's a mess, right? But I want to. There's. I want. I'm going to fish a tributary mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get just out of that current. It's going to be backed up a little bit, is my thinking. So, so I go out the, the following weekend, and it's this long sort of level B road to get to the tributary, right? So this, I, I'm dragging all my gear down this stuff, my kayak and everything down this road, and it's muddy and it's crappy and it's a giant hassle, and you know I'm kind of angry about how much work it is, <laughs> and so I stop about a hundred yards short of where you know, and I'm like, I'm just going to go take a look and just see. Just see what the river looks like. How oh, bad it is! And the right? chest freezer was right there. And, I never saw that coming. And, <laughs> and and so and so I walk I walk up to where I can see the main river at the tributary at the mouth. And while I'm standing there assessing it around the bend, 
Here comes the the, che- the, cool, the chest with the, freezer, the pirate in it, with the pirate, it. right? And he's going ah, <laughs> but it floated by at exactly that many, and it wasn't stuck. It like it just drifted by, and I'm like, okay, what are the odds? That Hi, is Benny. weird. What are the odds that that's the moment when I was standing you know, there in that cooler that 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 I that ice box came? I'll out. give you that one. So was, <laughs> I was like, oh. There he is. Hey, buddy. Like the river. That was a good punchline. We're, we're friends. I, I did add something to the list today, and it's about as exciting as your story. <laughs> I saw a wiffle ball floating down river. <laughs> the end. The end. That's <laughs> it. Well, you, you know, you've seen – I have the – I also have uh, – I have the bowling pin. It's in, Ooh, my, it's in my office, bully. right? Yeah. And I actually had to go dig. I had to turn around, paddle back upstream, and dig that out of a, a, a brush pile. Mm-hmm. And I would have, right? And then, and it was it was soaked. I mean, it had been in the water. You know, somebody had obviously set it up for target practice, and it had a little. There's a little bullet nick on it, like they must have just hit it and it dumped it in the river, <laughs> right? <laughs> And uh, really so, got a hold of that one, right? So I took it home, took it, took it to camp that night, and then spent the whole night like turning it next to the fire to try and right dry it out. Dry it out. It, it's in my office on on the shelf now. So. That's pretty solid. Right. We determined the wiffle ball today because of the skunk trip was bad luck. So we we picked it up because we were cleaning up litter in the river because it was because you weren't catching fish, right? Do something. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then I couldn't get it out of the boat quick enough. <laughs> so moral of the story, if you see a wiffle ball floating down river, Go you home. should pick it up because it is trash. But then immediately dispose of it <laughs> as soon as you can. All right. You, let, let's let's spin around. You guys, uh, do you have any hobbies related to fishing that like is not actually the act of going fishing? I'll start because you're thinking. Yeah, I mean – um, you my, do. Yeah, I, I can I, name yours. But. Yeah, my big ones. Um, I got in a rod building several years ago, and um, if you want to, a lot of people think you're going to actually save money by building your own fishing <laughs> rods. I I would compare it to um, lighting twenty dollar bills on fire, but way more fun. Like it is one of the most addictive things because if you're an addict uh, of fishing and you're somebody who's kind of a gear snob like me. Um, I have this deal where I want things to be exactly the way I want. And I'd never found a fishing rod that was exactly the way I wanted. So I was like, whoa, I could build one that is exactly the way I wanted. And then I built one and then two and then 25. And then like, 50. I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> I swear. I swear I can. But there's still room in the garage. You know what? You know what ruined me for rod building was getting into ice fishing because that used to be like my winter thing. Like I would just build five to ten rods every winter, and then I'd fish some of them and some of them I sell, and then some of them I'd just give them to somebody, you know. And um, then I got into ice fishing. I don't build very many fishing (laughs) rods anymore. I I built the last one. I built I built one for my dad for father's day and then i built one for myself like uh it's a nine foot surf rod that i use for like drifting slip floats for channel cats it's wonderful for that but i think that was the last one i think that's a year and a half two years ago now no yeah year and a half well that's why you know everybody oh i got a custom rod but it was so expensive well they maybe broke even you know custom rod makers they're making one-offs. They're not mass-producing. Yeah, not, you know, like, so you got to pay more 
to get that. You all right? So how it works if you're just a hobbyist? How does it work, Spencer? It wasn't a question. It wasn't a question, Denny. It was a statement. Did not require any of your input. <laughs> If you're a hobbyist and you want to build rods, you can order stuff from a variety of different rod building components, websites or stores or whatever. But if you're going to do it professionally, you can open up a wholesale account and you have to have a tax ID number in order to do that. But if you do that, you get components and blanks and stuff, 50% of what a hobbyist would pay for them. So, um, no matter how much quantity you order. It, yeah. And it depends on the, the, source where you're getting these things from the percentage off varies based on that but um if you do and then that you take a loss on your taxes every year it's kind of a win-win <laughs> but, but then you're a hobby business and then then you get penalized for that but, uh, unless you're a farmer then then you can show a loss every year just go good for you farmers but um um if you so if you buy a custom rod from somebody who's just doing it as a hobby, they're probably literally just breaking even. But if uh, you're doing it from somebody who's running a, I quotation marks, legit business, um, then they're probably making like five bucks an hour on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They could almost eat. Almost. <laughs> I hope they're not. I mean, the guys who do it full time, like they're amazing. Yeah, and they're charging a lot of money for the fancy rods, and then the not so fancy rods. They're just turning them out really quick, and they, yeah. they've they've spent enough time to know the specs that are necessary for those specific blanks to make them the way they need to make them, and they're just so efficient with their time that they can you know do yeah. pretty well on it. But yeah, and I really don't have any hobbies like that because if I have time to you, do fishing related stuff, I'm going fishing. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't have any. Really? Um, yeah, not really. You've never made a lure? Um, <coughs> so I do like – I like to tinker and stuff and I mean – That's I don't why know, I had to ask. You know, I, I honestly – honestly, I probably have spent more time uh, tinkering and developing in doing uh, – I used to call the, uh, the garage the uh, – um, it just you know I was just like the the redneck engineer shop and 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 it was kind of like you, how you called your SUV a truck right <laughs> but it your was kind of stuff your Ford Escape your, was your, a truck stand, stand track your stand track stand track <laughs> so uh, but I, I spent a lot of time like making stuff for the kayak right yeah, and yeah. but I'm I'm over that too I, I don't I don't. Yeah, I got a system on mine, and it, whenever the day comes that I get rid of my kayak, like I'm gonna move that system to the next kayak. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna be quick. It's gonna take me an hour. Yeah, then honestly, yeah. you know that that's a really good point. Is that most of my, um, I, I can't really call it like a hobby of like, oh, I like to do this because I like to do it. Most everything that I do like that is all about. Um, uh, like becoming efficient, your, your time on the water more efficient. Becoming efficient, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to dial it in. So I'm like trying to dial my gear in and how I pack and how I get ready to go and you know what do I need versus okay sometimes right like so like you know flathead fishing and um, like drift fishing for blue cats different gear yeah and I don't yeah. want to take all that stuff every time I go out I want to take what I need but mm -hmm. I don't want to have it so that it's so confusing that I forget shit because it's not always the same like I do you know so <laughs> so it's it's how do I make a system. And that's that's actually what I geek out about is like like honing systems, right? I get that. And blue tape for blue cats, 
Right. Brown tape for right. flathead. <laughs> That's a solid idea. <laughs> that might actually happen. <laughs> nah, man. Like I have so many. I see so many people are like very specialized in their fishing. They're like, I love catfishing, or I love bass fishing, or I love walleye fishing, and I just love it all. And that that it's fun, but it does create an issue with efficiency because, yep. like, I was guiding for flatheads today. And I'll be guiding for flatheads for the next four days. But then I got a little downtime, edit video, edit this podcast, stuff like that. And as soon as I'm back on the water guiding, then it's wipers one day, flatheads the next day, or uh, walleyes the day after that, and then back to wipers again. And it's just like, how am I going to make that work? And then At how- least your rods will be the same for wipe, wiper walleye, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they'll they'll be the same. But... um but uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be a mess either I mean, way. if your boat was done, you'd have everything on it. Sore subject. But. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, we're only, uh, what, a quarter of a year late? Like 25% of a calendar year after the due date right now? There's supply chain issues, Spencer. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've, I've seen the I've, boat. I've seen it. It's yeah, a thing. It's real. It's real. For, for a long time, I didn't think it was. I just yeah. thought he lost his, his yeah. freaking mind. You and me both. <laughs> like that buddy who always talks about his girlfriend that you never met. <laughs> That's a pretty solid analogy, yeah. Danny. Yeah. It's All the right. best thing that ever happened to me. We need Spencer, to change this. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Danny. Four months. Danny. <laughs> Danny, listen to me now. <laughs> why? Why do you hate jet skis so much? <laughs> We're changing it's, this right It's now. just so easy. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I don't mind them. There, I've had I've had numerous numerous uh, run-ins with jet skis. Me too. I still don't mind them. Okay. Well, yeah. why do you hate them so much? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, because because Quit sounding so defeated, you just have to explain yourself. Yes. Okay. So because frequently. It seems as though they're either they either are so completely oblivious to the the chaos that they create within the their happiness, the fun. <laughs> Get off my lawn! You've never seen <laughs> I've never seen somebody frown on a jet ski. <laughs> I'm not Unless they're being towed back to the dock. That's right? a good point. And I have seen that. That's a great point. No, you know, uh, some of my, so I've had, uh, I've had a couple of like, I, I've been out on, I've been on, I, I don't, you know, which is one of our reservoirs we, here. We don't say body water names on here. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's still that body of water. It's, yeah. it's still yeah. that body of water, yeah. right? It was yeah. not, like, I was, I'm, here's the, the Daddy, point I'm fishing we, at. We don't say body water names. <laughs> if there's going to be a bunch of rules. <laughs> no, I guess. No, there's only one rule. I'll just take my mic and go home. <laughs> You can keep your flaccid mic. <laughs> Inside jokes aren't funny unless anyone Any, hears anyway, it. Okay, it's like so a balloon. I'm, you got to blow it up. I was, out, okay, I, was, I was out fishing on Iowa's largest reservoir, oh, largest body of water, the most enormous body of water, right? That was the point I was making with it. There was plenty of space. Okay. 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 There's lots of space. And Jetski, Jetski, right, he's out. And, and it's like I see him coming. And it's like, 
and it's only you and him. Yeah. It's just me and him. <laughs> I mean, basically, right? And and like the closer he gets, the more he's coming towards me, towards me, towards me. Okay. Like I'm some sort of curiosity at the circus, <laughs> and he wants to get a good look. <laughs> Maybe I should have elaborated a little bit more. Just for the record, Denny's like a kayak guy. Like he kayak fishes. And he snubs his nose at all other. <laughs> I don't. I don't snub my nose. He snubs his nose at true. jet skis and boats, That's just like he does at carp. That's just- <laughs> <laughs> None of that's true. None of that's true. No, uh, you know, it's just it. it just I've, the, I've had a numerous run-ins with them where it's like they're they go out of their way to get in my way. Yeah, and I don't understand that. I don't understand, and I don't know if it's. I mean, boats. Right, I've had boats that. Like like a boat actually sometimes if they would just stay on plane and That's go by the worst when they don't when they and yes. go by then it's fine right and but yep. I've had boats that they don't realize that and they try and slow down and they get this giant pressure wave <laughs> yep. right that yeah. rocks me but I'm like okay you know what they were trying it was well intentioned it was yes. right yes. the intentions yes. were good right when somebody comes and does friggin' donuts around. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What's your intention? Right. I'm a dick. Right. That's yeah. it. Well, he just yeah. wants you to look at right. him. Like, right. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. You can only afford a kayak. I can afford a jet ski. <laughs> so it's not got anything to do with being inconvenienced on the water, really, as much as it it has uh, that I, I, I've had many experiences where it seems like they're just particularly rude and so, and not no etiquette. No etiquette. Every jet skier I've been around that I can remember, which doesn't mean that's everyone, but everyone that I can remember has just went on by and waved on plane, you know, barely any wake, no big deal. That's cool. Ripping donuts, big, big pressure waves, (laughs) ripping donuts. No. That creates issues. It gets old. Yes. Right. Have you ever, have you ever flipped your kayak? I have never, uh, no, never been in. I've never dumped. Never been in the water. You ever seen anybody flip their kayak? Yes. Yep. I had. Uh, what happened? So this is actually pretty good. Um, That's what we heard well, before. Well, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> thank, finally. <laughs> thank God. Took, finally. Took eight <laughs> minutes <laughs> to find out it was and just. And that's the end of the show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I was I was on an undisclosed river. Oh boy. <laughs> And, it's twelve uh, miles from. I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, so I was fishing. I was I was tied off. I was tied off uh, by some brush and um, fishing off this little like rocky point. And this guy comes by me in his kayak, and he he sort of had the vibe of like new guy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, sometimes you can when you've been doing it for a minute, you can kind of tell sometimes. And so he. He went past me, and he got maybe, not far, maybe 100 foot, 150 feet, and he dropped his anchor mm-hmm. right off the seam, right? It'd be a good idea if you had a boat. Right? It would be a great <laughs> idea if you had a boat. And, 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 he dropped, and he starts fishing, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's not good. That's, that's not going to work out so good. And I, I was with another guy, and uh, we sat there, and we fished for maybe another 15 minutes, and then we we, we, we pulled up gear, and we drifted, you know, um, maybe a hundred yards, hundred fifty yards down downstream, and we were we fished there for a while. And I was getting ready to we were getting ready to move from there. We were pulling up, you know, where we were tied off to. And just in the course of you know, I looked back and I looked back and I couldn't I couldn't see 
I couldn't really see what was going on. The whole but I, situation. Right? But I was like, that, that doesn't quite look right. You know? right. And, and so I kind of looked back and kind of looked back. And then I was like, the like dad in me was like, I'm just going to paddle up and just make sure that everything's cool. And so I turned around and I paddled upstream. And then it became obvious this guy. It was not cool. It was not, not cool. cool, right? And so this guy was, he, he had a sit-inside kayak. And best I could tell, it was upside down. He was grabbing onto it. And so I'm like, oh, shit. And so I started paddling up, you know. And mm-hmm. as I'm paddling towards him, I'm making, I'm making small maneuvers to the right and to the left to pick up his shit that I'm, you know, his wallet <laughs> and his hat, you know. <laughs> Just and, a yard sale. Right? It's, it's, yeah. it's absolutely right. <laughs> Everything must go. <laughs> So I'm, I'm grabbing the important shit, and I and I get close enough to him, and I holler at him. I'm like, I'm like, just hang on, I'm coming, you know. And so I get up, and he's his kayak is swamped, and he's got it in one hand, and he's trying to kick and and get out of the current, you know, towards shore, and um, so dragging I, a, an anchor too, I suppose, wouldn't he? I know he he the anchor was gone, right? He was oh. he, he let oh. loose, but it was, and so I'm like. You know, let get your kayak, and I'm like, so I, I tied off to him. I'm like, you hang on, I'll tie to your kayak, and I'll we'll get you over here, right? And so we we got him over, and he was like, he was like, man, and here's this was the best part. He's like, my first day out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't say. Right? And I'm like, yeah, you want to go out tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, I said. Uh, I said that he's and I said that anchor. I noticed the way you anchored there. I don't even bring my anchor on the river because of exactly that, you yeah. know. And yeah. I'm like, so so what happened? And he goes, my ass got sucked up. He's like, I got, I got, I got, I got. I had a fish on, and then it, it I got sideways up at the anchor, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's always going to end up just like this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor and and don't bring the anchor and. You learned a really valuable lesson on a day when there was somebody around. True. Yes. You know? It's pretty fortunate you were around. I've never said I was fortunate that you were around. <laughs> Good for that guy. <laughs> Every situation has a different outcome, Spencer. I, uh, I learned a similar lesson way back in the day because when you're on the ocean, like I started kayak fishing on the ocean. I didn't – I mean, I first time I ever jumped in a kayak, I was running shark baits at midnight. Off Ports Mansfield Jetty on South Padre. <laughs> That's a real you, Wait, no, wait. Are you naming bodies of water? No, I sit in a jetty. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's one rule, Spencer. I sit in jetty. One rule. I didn't you say you guys have to follow, but I, I, can, I, I didn't say the right. I didn't say the ocean it was on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. It's all one ocean, Spencer. <laughs> but uh, no, there's seven. Um, I think, or is there seven continents? It doesn't matter. But. Um, so when I came back to Iowa, I just threw the anchor out like I was on the ocean, <laughs> and uh, I was on this undisclosed creek that was flowing at a rate that, uh, well, it'd probably be about 25 times faster than it is right now. <laughs> and as soon as the anchor caught, the back third of my kayak went underwater, oh, and I'm like, ooh, that's bad. Well, I ran the, there was a strap on the back, and I ran the kayak 
anchor rope under the strap so it literally came out the very ass end of the kayak Mm -hmm. and it sucked that part right underwater (laughs) so i'm like reaching underwater trying to like get it unclipped whatever and it was bad and i'm lucky i didn't lose a bunch of stuff but that's where i learned real quick that you don't anchor a kayak in current at least not substantial current and it was substantial current it's but it's the same physics as a kite Oh, is it, Dave? Right. <laughs> Except for it goes under the water. Yeah, how about that? You don't say. All right, the best the best kayak flipping story I have is um, a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say his name. I hope he's listening so he can uh, give me a hard time. Like, I can't believe you said this on your podcast. But, but uh, he has a business called. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Friend X, <laughs> we were floating a stretch of river, long stretch of river, like 13, 14 miles, and we made it almost to the end. And there was a set of rapids just at the end. And he made it through the majority of the rapids, and there was one of the tougher parts. The last part was the toughest part. And uh, the worst thing you can do if anyone's listening to this and wants to go kayak fishing and you have to paddle through rapids the worst thing you can do is not paddle. Like you need to take control of your boat, make sure it's staying straight in the current going down river. And he got nervous and just quit paddling and let, the, and then the current took control of him, spun him around on, cause there was a seam of fast water and slow, slow water. Well, actually it wasn't slow water. It was fast water going one way. And then the slower water was going the opposite direction. So the current took him through the fast water and then the front of his kayak hit the seam that current going the opposite direction spun him around real quick and he instead of trying to paddle through that he just held on to the sides of his kayak (laughs) and just flipped him straight over and it sounds comical and everything but it was like four feet of water completely rock bottom and the first thing that went through my head was I hope to God he did not smoke his dome on right. one of them rocks. Right. And it was cold, wasn't it? No, no. Oh, I thought it was. No, it was plenty warm, but regardless, hot, cold, whatever you hit your head if on. If you get knocked out, it no, don't matter. It's bad. Yeah. So I, I immediately, like I saw he was having trouble and turn around and start paddling back to him. And then he rolls it right over. And then I had these images of like blood gushing out the top <laughs> of his head, him being unconscious. But he popped right back up and... I get to him when he flip his kayak back over and he gets back into it and everything ended up being okay, but he's never gotten a kayak ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame him, you know? Like, that's a sticky situation. But, right. Yeah. Right. I don't know, Ryan, you, you've never dumped kayak, have you? No, but I did tie off in too fast a current one time. And I wasn't anchored, but I was tied off to a log and kind of got sucked. Like, the left side of my kayak kind of got sucked under mm-hmm. the log. And it, it wasn't taken on water, but it wasn't by what, much. It wasn't good? <laughs> yeah. It happens fast, and it, right? And it, it took me a while to get out of that. Like, I had to get it pried out against the current and mm-hmm. pop back up. And, yeah, it was, I crapped them a little bit, but luckily it wasn't. <laughs> Code brown. Yeah. <laughs> luckily in my head it was a lot worse than what reality was, but it could have got bad. I'll, I'll cover a few of the other stories later on down the road, but um, the, the worst one of me getting dumped ever was running shark baits, and we had a six to eight foot shore break um, on on an undisclosed island, <laughs> <laughs> on an undisclosed ocean. <laughs> but um, Near Mexico. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> we were wrong. We were a long ways from Mexico. But anyway, so you have this six to eight foot short break, but if you time it right, like you can make it. 
the worst thing that happened the first time I tried to run a shark bait, I made it. Ran it out about 200 yards. It was a big chunk of black tip for bait, and it got smoked 10 minutes after I dropped it. I'm like, I'm fighting this fish, and then he comes unbuttoned. And then I get the bait back in, look at it. It was a three-foot fillet off this black tip, and the shark was a good size, but it never had the hook in its mouth. So I'm like, I got to get that back out there. And I tried, like, probably a dozen times. And every time I tried after that, I got, I mean, you're paddling forward, and you have your bait behind you, and you have this giant wave, like six-foot wave, (laughs) six- to eight-foot wave. And you're paddling, and you're going forward, and then you're going up, and up, and up, and then... and then, in the ladder. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're looking straight up in the air, and then you go back. <laughs> and I did that like a dozen times trying to make it through that shore break, man. And uh, I was just... I, 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 I got flipped, and I got scraped across the sand, and I had all these scratches on my back, and it, it was just not a great deal, so... So did you get it back out? No. Quitter. I did. Yeah, quitter. I did. <laughs> it, uh, get I, back on that horse, son. I did. <laughs> About six hours later when they finally calmed down that night. So there, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I always wait for adversity to go away, and then I complete the task. <laughs> task got completed. I caught sharks. So suck it, Ryan. <laughs> All right, moving on. Best hooks for catfish. Depends on catfish. All right. We'll say best hooks for channel cats. Or blues. What do you want to go with? Circle hook. Any circle hook. Big, depending on the bait size. Ten-aught circle hooks. You know, those uh, triple threats have been doing very well. I will say that I love those hooks. Yeah. I really do. If, if, If I'm fishing something with cut bait. I'm I'm using a triple threat. There there are so many quality hook options there, there are. now. There like, are. Yeah. I think to little little Spencer back in the the good old days and uh, I, where was that? <laughs> sorry, the, he, he was reminiscing a little too. I hard. was. The air conditioning went off. And right. I was like, what's that back? Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're wondering what that background noise, it was the good old air conditioning, which is detrimental, right? It's a detrimental word. Detrimental is bad. It was good right now. <laughs> Essential. Essential. Thank you very much. But um, yeah, when I first started catfishing, there's like no hook options whatsoever. And no, whatever cir- Walmart had. Circle hooks were like unheard of. Work, and right. now you have all these different catfishing companies that put out like awesome hooks. You know, like yeah. you, you can go off and rattle them all off or whatever, but. There's like so many good options, but yeah, triple threats, they're they're freaking solid hooks. Yeah, there. But I suppose for blues, yeah, you gotta go circle hooks for flatheads. <laughs> Tell us your story, Spencer. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I dabble with circle hooks because I like the idea of having. Because honestly, J hooks suck for blue cats. I've been down that road yeah. in multiple different instances, and I they just pull out because the. I they think, hit so hard? I think they bite down so damn hard on the hook that when you set the hook, it don't move. Hmm. 
that's my theory. And the why doesn't really matter. You know, like the reasoning doesn't matter. The the point, like all that really matters is I use J's and I hook up on 50% of fish. Right. Yeah. When it's blues. Now, flatheads, I hook up on, I'm, I'm north of 90 on, yeah. on J hooks. Um, with circle hooks, I'm not. Yeah, but if I got good at my, I experiment with circle hooks because there's lots of bodies of water that have blues and flatheads. I want to catch them all, you know. Yeah. So if I get good at circle hooks for flatheads, then but those scenarios are a lot different than what you're testing at Matt. Yeah, you know, probably you're, you're talking reservoirs and drifting and right, you know, stuff like that versus bank fishing or even boat fishing. I don't. You're not always drifting though. You're you're on anchor for blues a lot. Yeah, by you. But I they mean just me. they just still hit it so hard that they do all the work. But not flatheads. Not flatheads. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with flatheads, especially like like I I like you know I I've tried I, I use circle hooks a lot for flatheads, yeah. but I I've, I I use I use jays more now because because you saw me use them and you want to be just because like I want to be just <laughs> like Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because you know sometimes. Uh, the fishing form up close in brush. They don't move. They don't move. Yeah. You can feel them hit the bait. You know it's in their mouth, and they're not going anywhere. Yep. And and if you give them time you know, to move, it's too late. They're already right, wrapped up. Right. Yep. You know? yeah. And you can, you can, you can, you know, sort of reel down and and lean into them and sort of lift them. And but when the room, the it, margin it's, for error is yeah, so small. Yeah, it is. It is. It you is. know, like if you're on a big river where they've moved ten feet to eat your bait, and then they're going they're 10 going feet back. back. Yeah. Right. But I mean, there's lots of times, I don't know, maybe it's just small fish, but as soon as they feel resistance, they just quit pulling. Like yeah. the, the other, well, night, how many times you flip your clicker forward and then they drop it or stop. Like yeah. we, I had, I had the other night I was on a guide trip and I had a bait casted out 105 feet from the boat. Like I had a line counter. So I know how far exactly how far it is from the boat and that fish Pulled clicker off. As soon as I put it in gear, he stopped, turned direction, came all the way back to the boat, 105 <laughs> feet all the way back to the boat. And then went, he didn't get hooked until he started going under the boat. <laughs> like, what? Stupid fish. <laughs> yeah, I know this game. I know how to, I know how to beat this guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, we got right. him. He was like three pounds, but. I mean, still flathead ran 100, carried that bait 105 feet back to the boat. He was taking it to mom. He was proud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you get some that just slam dunk it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know. That last mid-30s I had that almost pulled me in the freaking water. He, he would have barely circled. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no problem. But, you know, other than that, I'd say it's maybe 50% would have. Yeah. Would have that's, that's, it's, that's so interesting, too, how, like, every once in a while you get a flathead that just they're just tuned just up and kills just it. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of one day me and you were out on a little creek yep. and we hadn't caught nothing hardly. And then we roll up to this brush pile and I cast a couple baits out and I had a slack line on the one that got hit was a slack line. Yeah. There was a big bow in it and I'm just gawking la la land. <laughs> and all of a sudden, wham, rod goes down and it's pulling drag in the rod holder. And I'm thinking if I, if we would have been anywhere else, I'd been like, that's a blue cat. Right. <laughs> right. But it wasn't, it was like a 20 or 30 pound flood. And he just teed off on that thing. Yeah. And, and some, and more twenties do that than the bigger fish. I don't know. More twenties get caught, after I've it. caught a lot more twenties than the bigger fish. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dude, that giant that I lost at the kayak, he was pulling drag in the holder. 
Really? Yeah. And I mean, he was he was way north of twenty, which is crazy more during the day than at night. At night, you get a lot more that because you're Dude, fishing not where they live, you're fishing where they eat. You know, so you get a lot more that run back home. But. Dude, that that fish that hit should not have been there. That was a dumb thing. Like <laughs> I, I almost didn't even fish that spot. Like yeah. I almost just drifted by, and I'm like, I'll try somewhere else. But I think I had to like retie a leader or something <laughs> like that. So. We'll just pull off here, throw some baits out, and I'll mess with whatever. It's like Denny's with. freezer. He just you right. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just following you around. I wish they'd show up more often. <laughs> I don't know. So circle hooks for blues, J hooks for flatheads. Yeah, I, absolutely. What I'm about channels? Uh, I'd say J's too, because there's a lot of times they just kind of pick, pick, pick. I mean, I if know. they're if they're really finicky, I'll I'll go to a J. But otherwise, I I like the the triple threats for for channel catch too. I like the number sixes. I like the circle case, six dot circle case. Yeah, thin wire, thin yeah. wire circle hook, real light, real easy for them to pick up. And even if they peck at it, like if they kind of get it in their mouth, they're they're on there. And you just their mouths are small enough that. If you just start reeling down, that hook's going to bury into something, and yeah. then you get them. I actually had a double. Like, I was using a, a two-hook rig, high-low rig, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, and caught two-on-one using the circle Ks on it. I never had that happen nice. with J-hooks. It was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I mean, they were giant two-pounders. <laughs> well, they eat. They do. They did. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> what do you do if the fishing conditions suck? Well, that's kind of what we're in right now. That's why we're having a podcast. Right. <laughs> we're, we're in so a we cold do podcasts front. when the fishing sucks. Yeah, we have a cold front. It's spawn and it's full moon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not going fishing. We want to do a podcast. <laughs> so you don't like the full moon? I'll fish it, but it's not my favorite. I don't like the full moon. I, I fish it whenever I can because that means I can fish. But. Right. Right, but no. Same. If if I if I had a choice, I'd pick new moon every day. Yeah, that's a good point. If you had to, if you could choose one or the other, and everything else was equal, I'll pick the new moon every time. Yeah. What do you do if the fishing sucks? Don't go fishing. Yeah, don't th- go thought fishing. So. Right. <laughs> Even when the fish is good, what actually, do you do? You don't know, go fishing. <laughs> it, it's it sort of depends. Um, actually, so that's funny because sometimes. What's so funny about it, Denny? It's interesting. I'm not you, laughing. It's, it's right interesting now. that you ask, Spencer. <laughs> so, I, you know, I do like. Uh, so my 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 windows of opportunity to fish kind of kind of shift and change on me, and sometimes based on your grocery shopping, right? Schedule. Based on you know, sometimes I got to wash my hair. Um, but so well, yeah, beautiful hair. So <laughs> thanks, thanks, right? <laughs> right. So. But I like the idea. Sometimes I will like plan ahead. Like I'm going this day and I'm going that day and I'm going this day. Mm-hmm. And I like, I enjoy the, um, I don't care what the weather is. I don't care about, I don't care about any conditions. You're just going. These are the days I'm going and I'm going to adapt to whatever mother nature yeah. that sounds provides, wonderful. you know, and that's, that's, well, sometimes it's kind of fun and it's, you know, it, it creates a kind of challenge, yeah. you know, and it makes you, you know, sometimes it makes you learn stuff and learn how to be adaptable. And then when you can pick and choose, when you get to go fishing, you know, you, you, you have a little more uh, in your toolkit to show up with. That makes sense. When the fishing condi- conditions suck, um, I, I still go fishing. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, as much as possible. I mean, even like right now. I mean, you squeak out a monster. Who knows? Could. Well, that's yeah. a, the beautiful thing about flatheads or really trophy fishing in general. And I, I don't know. I use that term loosely. But if you want to go out there and catch a big fish, even when the odds are low, like in all reality, it's only you still one, got a chance. You're only one bite away yeah, from right. catching something yeah. really cool, really right. big, and that's sweet. So even when the odds don't seem great. Go out there and give it a shot. I, takes I mean, one. worst yeah. thing that's going to happen, you don't catch anything and you spent your, your day out there yeah, on the right. water. Yeah. Like, right. Like that's Having a good way. time. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, that's more my realm anyway. I'd mm-hmm. rather sit for two days and get one good bite than catch a hundred fish. I agree. I, mean, I agree. Anything over 20 pounds to me is worth going. Anything that, under that, well, I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it is still worth going. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm looking for a twenty plus pound bite, and that's it. Sure, like you're fishing for that. Yeah, but you're enjoying your time out. There. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You sound like a snob right now. <laughs> We're well, just some, that's just the personal fight that I have inside me. Yeah, I'm gonna go fish and I'm gonna have a blast, but that that up that level is a twenty pluser. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's fun to take actually. Like it's like there's sometimes where I'm like okay I'm in the mood to just catch fish, right? And that's actually what I like about that's what's nice about blue cat fishing oh, yeah. is that you can you can get on fish and catch five or ten pounders and get like numbers and still and all of a sudden that forty and shows still up potentially yeah. right right yeah. catch a giant <laughs> right whereas well, you know because the odds are you going out and catching numbers of fish are, are you know better than if you're flathead fishing where there's not it's not as frequent that you go out and you're like, oh, I had eight fish when right. you're flathead yeah. fishing. You know, yeah. you're, yeah. you're a lot of times you get one, two fish is a great, yeah, a great night of fishing. You yeah. know, yeah. so if I got two flatheads every time I went out, I right. would be ecstatic. Right, yes. right, ecstatic. absolutely. And anybody who tells me they go out and they bang out a dozen, I either say appreciate what you got right or you're full of shit one of the two yeah (laughs) you forgot how to count okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so i've been debating about this for a little while i can't come up with a good segue so we're just gonna dive into it i'm gonna go straight to denny on this what uh what 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 do you hate about well hate might be an extreme word what do you uh dislike strongly (laughs) <laughs> uh, about Facebook and fishing. Oh, oh! Did I man. strike a nerve? Man? <laughs> Sounds like he had a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that too. But yeah. <laughs> what do I hate about Facebook and fishing? Well, okay, I'm gonna. Do, so honestly, there there are two there are two answers to that probably right. And one is not so much that you say right, like I can read your mind. Well, you're gonna because you're gonna tell you. Okay. <laughs> so, on the one, there's this, there's, there's the part about, there's the part about. I mean, everybody likes to, everybody likes to. It's fun to catch fish, and it's fun to, yeah. to show off your fish. Sure, it is, right? I mean, everybody likes to, you know, look what I caught, right? I don't, and, right? <laughs> so, he's a snob, there. right? <laughs> <laughs> but so. Unfortunately, the downside to it is the downside to it is that um, you know a lot of times uh, it, it wipes out areas where it just it, it it 
it broadcasts to too large of an audience, you know, sometimes, and, and it can it can uh, cause problems at spots, right? So there's that, and that's that's just sort of a that's not the big thing. The big thing is honestly um, just the amount of like, uh, for lack of a better word, douchebags, crybabies, <laughs> right? They're just so <laughs> many douchebag crybabies. They're just there. There are and I like I'm not. There's there's a lot of fishing groups that I was in the beginning. I'm like, oh, join the groups, join the groups, join the groups, and now I'm unfollowed. Most of them, I don't. Especially want, that river certified. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfollow that one when, right now. When uh, when uh, um, and I get invites for groups and I just ignore them. River certified. You know, <laughs> <laughs> come back, Diddy. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's interesting how it's interesting to me how like when I got back into fishing seriously, I was just excited to do it. I was yeah. so happy to be on the water, and it, it took a while to really like understand that there are a lot of people who get who to want to sp- squash that joy there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time on the water they get to fish and they're they're angry at also i don't know what they're so pissed off about how That's can you a good be, point how can like, you what are so, you so mad about how can you be that Take angry golf right? i mean you know and somebody posts a picture of a fish and here's how much it weighs they think it weighs who cares who cares? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I understand that there's, you know, there, there's, there's some legitimate discussions to be had about um, depleting your resources yeah. and, and being mindful about resources. But the. If somebody people, says it's a 37 pounder and it's probably really 25, who really cares? Well, especially if it's a 12 year old kid. It's, yeah. Especially. You know, yes. and those are yes. the ones that get right. dog piled right. on. Right. There's they just, do. there's just a lot of that of like, I don't, what, what, what do people? What are you trying to prove? You know, and yeah. and if you haven't, you're the almighty fisherman right? who right? can who knows how big they all are. And, you know? and and like even the catch and release stuff. I mean, it's it can't be a civil discussion. It's got to be everybody's got this. I'm right, and you're an asshole because you don't agree, and it's yeah. just a flame war. And well, you guys I got, are assholes. I got so, no. There's I, I got I got <laughs> fair point. I got I got fair no time point. for that. Yeah. And so it's just negativity. It's just some of the, the fishing groups are friggin' toxic. That's right? a great way to describe it. Toxic <laughs> and, negativity. Yeah, and I just I just I'm out. I got no time for that. And right. I am gonna be negative about that catch and release part because when they say CPR and the pictures in their driveway, you're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either you caught him in the sewer right next to your driveway, or he's dead, or that fish is dead. Even right. if you did release him and he swam away. Chances are that fish is dead. Yeah, I mean he was doing the backstroke all the way downstream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean they need water to breathe. I, I'm not sure if everybody's aware of that. Yeah, but, but now now at least five people are aware. Of that. <laughs> fish need water to breathe. No, those are all good points. I mean, I'm glad you vented it and got your personal negativity out of the way, <laughs> your toxic negativity out of the way. But those are fair points, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth on it. I, I mean, the problem is that computers, internet, social media are a great place to spread a message, but the message gets discombobulated because you're not looking somebody square in the eye. And those people who would have looked you square in the eye and not said a thing or been more like 
open to different ideas that are suddenly behind a keyboard, they, uh, they're a lot more opinionated than they would have been otherwise. Especially to that 12-year-old kid I talked about uh, earlier. Right. Who would walk up to a 12-year-old kid that just caught a decent fish and say, nope, that was 20 pounds, not 37? Yeah, you idiot. Nobody. Right. Right. Yeah, you, know, you don't know what you're doing, yeah, kicks, stupid kid. Kick sand in his face. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's a lot of upsides to it. I mean, like you can spread information real quick. And there are. There are, there are messages, and, and there's been a handful of people who have been like, uh, you think about the South Dakota deal with uh, tightening up rigs up there on Flatheads. I think that's super cool how they were. Um, what's his name? Gosh. This is called Dead Air Spencer, and it's dun, not good. Dun, we can edit dun, it out. Dun, 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 dun. So there's that guy who in is? South Dakota. <laughs> well, I feel like an asshole that I can't remember his name. Well, we've discussed this. You are an asshole. <laughs> this I, has been on record several <laughs> times. <laughs> All right. So because you feel that way because <laughs> I just told you why. <laughs> But all, just, all those dudes up, all all those dudes up in South Dakota were able to uh, get people to rally behind them and you know tighten up the rigs on flyheads. So that's super cool, and a lot of that's because social media. Yeah, and but, South Dakota is more outdoors essential. You know, with the pheasant hunt and the walleye fishing, tourism. More essential. people, yes, yeah. more people come there for their outdoors. So it's it's in their best interest to protect it. Yeah, in theory, and it sounds great. And then you have the opposite side of social media where they roast 12-year-olds for right. saying that their fish right. was 10 pounds heavier yeah. than yeah. than what it actually was. And honestly, who cares? Yeah. Right. All right, so... Like, really, say- like, how, does, how, do you, how do you care? Yeah, good like, fish. Like, 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 that's, actually, all you gotta, that's all you... If you want to say something, say, good fish. Right? Nice fish, kid. I, I think yeah. so, I think a lot of it boils down to insecurity. Like you have something in your life going good, and your the thing going good is fishing, and then you have somebody who challenges you uh, on that level of that one thing that makes you feel good about your life, and then you got to exercise. Like you you got to put them in your place in their place so you can continue to feel yeah. good about what you're doing. That's my theory. Yeah, argue it. Say something. Con- I just contradict me. Like, I don't think real. like that, so I don't get it. Right? You know, I, I, right. Don't, I don't. But you have right. some. You have good. I, thing, you have good things going in your life other than just fishing. You got a list. I'm, I'm <laughs> searching for. But <laughs> 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 you're hanging out with Spencer, right? right? I mean, so. Jesus, right? Like, we're, we're buddies. I feel like that's okay. <laughs> Hang my hat on that one, I guess. <laughs> 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 All right, so maybe it's not like no. I I know what you mean, and it's it just makes me want to punch people in the face, which right. I which I enjoy. That is a good thing <laughs> in my life. I, I I do get pure enjoyment out of striking idiots in the freaking dome, but it just leave people alone. Sure, that's where that's where I'm at. Agreed. All right, so let's debate on this one because I'm a YouTube guy. You're a YouTube guy, kind of. And, uh, <laughs> part-time. part-time. I'm, I'm as seen on. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right. Who, who's, uh, and this is totally biased because two out of three of us are YouTube, whatever. Who's who's harder on a fishery, YouTube or Facebook groups? 
deep breaths. <laughs> I would say Facebook groups because the YouTubers are aware of their surroundings more and they have more spots where probably just the YouTubers you know. I think it depends. Yeah, I, I think don't it depends. I don't watch a whole lot of YouTube because I'd rather just fish. There's a lot of... Do I want to go down this rabble? I started it. You did start it. I see a lot of YouTube videos where people like show the walk-in. They show the boat ramp they're using. They show discernible landmarks. And I'm not saying I haven't been guilty of that. Because I absolutely have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same. Um, but one thing I will do to protect a fishery and protect the anglers that utilize the fishery, like I'm genuinely, that's on my mind. That's regularly. a concern. That's yeah. a concern. Like yeah. I, I'm a guy who, with, if a spot gets burned out, I have no issues going on to the next one. Like I don't mind walking. Because like you said several right. times, you right. fish a pattern, not I fish a spot. Pattern. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't mind going out and exploring. Like if my pattern's burned out and everything and I'm on wit's end, you know, and have nothing else to do. I Take would a go float? Up. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's go try some crazy stuff and see if, it, if something sticks. And sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. And if it don't, it don't bother me a bit unless I'm on a guide trip. Then I'd feel bad. But um, I'm not going to do that to people on a guide trip. I'm going to go experiment on my own time. Yeah. But um, – I have it, and I used to uh, back in the day when I when I there was a short period of time where like I was you know I really uh, like subscribers was a thing that I cared about yeah and um uh I had uh, like when even then when I would when people would see me like like on spots like that I knew were good spots yeah would, they would pass by or whatever you know and they'd see my cameras and be like oh you have a YouTube channel and I would tell them no. I just, you know, I just, yeah, re- I, I record, just document. I record myself. because yeah. I like to document, right. yeah. you know, and I didn't pitch myself because I was, I love the idea of, I love the idea of like sharing the excitement and like getting people into the scene and, 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 and turning people on to get out and doing stuff. But find your own damn fish. But well, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I mean, I, honestly, if I could, if I could, if I could make it so that like my videos don't show locally. Yes. I would be great, yeah, you know, because then I don't have to worry yeah. about screwing the other people who are the local people that's or myself. Yeah. You know, that's the irony of like, I got those messages from those dudes who were ticked off about me fishing a spot and I was kind of blown away. Like I legit do my best to cover up wherever I'm at. Not mm-hmm. for me because I'll go find a new place, but for them. Yeah. And then for those people to get mad at me about it, I'm like, about the most popular spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you, like 50 you, feet uh, from a parking lot. <laughs> Give me a, Break. You you have to keep it. There's a trail to it. Yes, like the people people have worn down the grass walking there. You you have to remember that as a you know a, a factor that is not particularly specifically related to you, but that is a factor that people will tie to you because you have some you know uh, a large following and some popularity. That I mean, catfishing, like fishing in general, but especially catfishing over the last five eight years. It's blowing up. It's blowing up, yeah. right? So spots five years ago, eight years ago that like you know a couple of old boys could go to and might bump into somebody else once that in a while on the weekend. Been, <laughs> right? Give me a break yeah. on that one, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm following what you're saying. But you yeah. know, so now there are all sorts of people, new people, and, and more people, and more people will 
that, that we're trying to get in, the first thing they're going to try and do is they're going to try and find the spots that people who know how to catch fish yeah. go to fish. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and who who didn't, right? I mean, who really? Me? I didn't. Yeah, but he's a snob. <laughs> no, I'm not a snob. I'm I'm no, a guy I mean, who likes yeah. beating my head against the wall. Like yeah. it's ironic that I'm a guide because I don't enjoy fishing with guides as much as I would as figuring stuff out on my own. Yeah, but you're I, still. I mean, there are certain patterns that if you're going to catch fish, you're going to end up fishing where people go to catch fish. Yeah. There, 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 times, are, right? there are certain yes. times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So the I fish mean, are concentrated know, in right. those spots. Right. Yeah. And everybody knows it and that people go fish there and, yeah. you know, but like we talked about, like you watch one of you guys' videos and you go, yeah, I know where that spot is. I'm going to go fish exactly where that guy was fishing. If the waters rose five foot yeah. or if it's, that's the other fall thing. Fall yeah. versus like, summer. If, yeah. if anybody Those watch, fish aren't going to be there. If yeah. anybody watches my videos, like, I'm sorry if you're trying to watch my videos to figure out where I'm fishing. Like, I hope you watch them because you enjoy them. And I hope you watch them because you find at least Ryan entertaining, if not me. But um, <laughs> I, I enjoy them because it's usually a long time since from the trip has actually happened that the video comes up. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a great night. <laughs> yeah. I made Spencer look horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Go, like, go back to three minute mark. That was the best part. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll hold Catch on to a videos in the moonlight for <laughs> just do sporting do. So anyway, I'll hold on to videos for a while based on the water conditions, and when they are not conducive for that bite to be happening in those areas, I that's when I drop them. That's know? that's actually Spencer. That's exactly what. That's why I haven't had any uh, fresh posts for a minute. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sitting on my Shut content. Up. I've and so, the conditions are not changing right. at all. <laughs> I have so much footage still from last year that I haven't got edited. Yet. That's hilarious. Right. I've got. If once I get back on the train, though, I, I, should, I got plenty of content. Yeah, sure. you'd pop one out a day right. <laughs> for the next two months. It's right. seven days a week. Right. Danny yeah. Ransom. Right. Let's not get excessive. Right. <laughs> for like two weeks. Yeah. So I don't. I just. I don't know. I try to protect fisheries mainly for the other people fishing them than I do myself because I don't know. People, well, you're I think not a, scared to travel. I, I mean, think a lot of people are scared to change though. Like I've been fishing these three places my whole life and I have no other place that I feel confident in and I'm scared to no, go out and check right. something else. That's out. why I grew right. up when I was younger. That's what I did. I had three, four spots. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't matter what the conditions were. That's where I was. Yep. You know? But you had confidence in them, and I totally yeah. get it. I mean, it's human nature. You know, you you go out and try something new, and then it's different, and then it might be better, it might be worse. But odds are, it's probably going to be worse. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I totally get it. All right, so we're uh, pretty much at the uh, last cast standpoint. Last cast is a chance for anybody to. Um, Either elaborate on something they've discussed, and, and you have a—is this like an official segment? The last cast. It's, it is. It's literally the only official segment. Is it? Yeah, and it, it, well, that and float just shit floating down river. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, those <laughs> are yeah, the, two. The, those the are two. two sticking points. That so the, the, the last ca- cast is for you a chance. Gives you a chance to um, pretty much 
clear the air of anything you didn't feel like you covered effectively or talk about something that's coming or and just like the realistic last cast you could have five six seven (laughs) (laughs) one and another thing spencer (laughs) it's your chance to apologize to me for being an asshole Mm, that's no, probably, probably not that's happen. probably not going to waste that happen. on the last cast. <laughs> I actually want to get something. Right. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it up to Denny. Denny, it's your last cast. Oh, let's see. Do we have? Uh, um, I don't really. I mean, God, there's so much that I mean that I just can, get to it, or you know, just beat around the bush like you do with everything else. <laughs> Speaking totally of beating around the bush, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we are. No, I was just you know I have I have I have a handful of grievances that I could I could potentially bring, but I won't. So do it. Just just you know. Are you scared? No. Yeah, you should be. I'm. I'm, No, I don't. I don't. I don't. It's your last cast. Say something. I I, I don't. All right, Ryan. It's your last cast. We'll get to Denny here in a little bit. I'm I'm bored with him. I'm, (laughs) I'm just. I'm excited that Denny's getting back into fishing. You know, he took a little hiatus, and you know, he's starting to get back on some flathead and i can't wait for him to start pumping some videos back out that's what i'm looking forward to i've seen him catch yeah. some fish i haven't seen yeah. him put out any videos yeah videos. They're, oh, they're enjoyable coming. if you guys they're haven't coming. haven't caught some float flit fish adventure you need to go back and check out some yes. old ones and, yes and he's gonna come out with some new ones that he's got some decent fish this spring so it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to see some new videos so it's good to have him back on the right path, and I can't wait to fish with him again. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while since we've yeah. been fishing. We need to. We've done a couple river trips yeah, and a couple travel trips. Something together that'd be we cool. Need to get out there. Yeah, I enjoy sure. when we fish together, and then I get to see the perspective of your video versus mine. That is cool. Yeah, that is oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So my last cast, um, I, I have a dare for anybody listening. Anybody who has an issue with how things are going, instead of typing a comment on Facebook and complaining or telling somebody that they did something wrong, um, open up a new tab, go to your email, then open another tab and look up your local legislator in your area and uh, find their email address, put it in your email address. And instead of typing that Facebook comment, type an email to them. Something that's Someone actually make a change. Yeah. Something yeah. that's actually going to make a difference instead of typing some complain or whining on facebook and uh actually do something that's gonna make a difference that's my last guess. Oh, last guess. That, was, mm-hmm. that was that was i like that you do you right. yeah. <laughs> that's like the nicest thing you ever right. said to me no, if I you like meant that. it i respect that right. okay. That's, okay that's that's good stuff okay so denny to you it's your chance oh man um i guess i don't i don't so i guess i'm uh looking forward to uh I mean, I, I feel like that that you know a nice a nice trip this summer would be cool for us to get out to. Any ideas on where? Um, Can't name body water names. Uh, I mean, you know, there's there's a there's a there's a few body of waters. <laughs> Is there? I'm headed south. Bodies of water. I'm headed south, July 10th. Headed south, right to one of our old spots that we used to hit. Are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Jay that's been on here. There you go. And his dad and brother. So I'm gonna be kind of their guide down there. There We're going to take my boat nice. down and and have some fun down in the south, southern countries. It'll be weird that you're going to be down south and I'm going to be down south and we're going to be in different locations. <laughs> quite, a, quite a ways away. Well, the cool thing is for me is uh, I talked to my brother into coming down. 
Really? Yep, because we're going to be going to Amazon. Yeah. Did I tell you that? Yes. So, That's I am actually actually looking forward to uh, footage from the Amazon. I'm pretty stoked. Right. I I'm am actually, actually, yeah, definitely looking you forward to that. You need to keep like a drum, I'll watch YouTube like videos. More than you normally do. Yeah, you, I'm going to keep. I'm just gonna, like a day in, day out type yep. thing. Because it's going to be a different world, it's literally. Just, it's important that you don't name the body of water that you're on, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Essequibo. <laughs> In, I would name it, but I, I can't uh, spell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, spin off of that. We're we're gonna be in different areas, and my brother's gonna come down and fish with me and camp out with me. And I told him that'd be a good idea because he's not an avid angler, and he's not outside a ton because the dude works his ass off. Like he's inside working in a warehouse all the time, and it's like nice climate climate controlled warehouse so i said it'd be a good idea to get outside and just get a feel for that before we go down to practice being outside yeah Yeah. you know it sounds so funny dude but but for 90 percent of the population right they couldn't hang right yeah like 90 percent of the population if they hung out with me for a week they'd be a hurting unit like and yeah. that's not saying I'm some kind of badass or anything. It's just because well, we know well, that. Yeah, we, yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, we know that's not the truth. But the reality of the situation is like dehydration's a son of a bitch. Yeah. And if you aren't used to being in the sun, being in the heat, and then you're not like I can drink. I drink a gallon of water a day, yeah. and if I don't, I feel like crap. Yeah. Like that's and I'm used to it, you know. And mm-hmm. most people aren't. So um, no, it's brutal. Yep. So I said, Z, we need you need to come down, and we we should do something, and we need to be out in the heat, and you just get a feel for what it's like, so you know what to expect. And I think he's a big bastard. So if he drank a gallon and a half of water a day, I think he'd be right where he needs to be. Yeah. Especially the difference between how hot it is during the day and how cold it feels at night. That's what Midwest. gets a lot of people. Yeah. 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 All right. So I think everybody should every everybody should just go sleep in their backyard once a week. Yeah, stay out of my fishing holes. Just sleep in your backyard. backyard. (laughs) Right, just, yeah. All right, so uh, if you want to support this podcast, uh, the best thing you could absolutely do is go get your new pair of sunglasses. Go to Waterland Sunglasses, promo code RC10. We don't want, uh, well, I don't want charity. Like, if anybody wants to donate anything to this podcast, I don't know why you would. But if (laughs) if you wanted to. Bushlight. 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 But if you wanted to stop. <laughs> At least the content would improve. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, so if you were thinking about that, stop and go get your pair of sunglasses. Use promo code RC10. You save 10% and then you help us out. And then if you want to keep going, you can get some River Certified merchandise. Go to rivercertified.com. There's apparel tab. Clip on that. And uh, there's sweatshirts. There's hats. There's boonie hats. There's... Um, overpriced koozies. I mean, whatever you can actually <laughs> want. And they are nice koozies, though. Yeah, they they keep your drink cold. They they are. Fa- and if they, not, you don't drink fast enough, you Nancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I appreciate you listening to this bullcrap for like an hour and a half. Yeah, everybody go check out Denny though. Yes, float, for float fish adventure. It's I can't. Pretty good stuff. Too big words. <laughs> too many words. Too many words. Float fish adventures. I don't know. Um, that's pretty much it. So cool. Thanks for thanks listening. for having thanks, me, guys. Yeah, gladly. Hope to catch you, John. Good to see you guys.
Vote now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.